Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, this is George Command, and it is the Tuesday show. A Tuesday show, the Tuesday show, today's show. It's Tuesday, so welcome aboard. Hopefully you get to listen to the show. And if you, yeah, if you're joining the show later, I'd love your feedback, you know, a lot of people listen to the show after the show. It goes into pod, podcast format, and you can find it in various places, such as on Blog Talk Radio, but also it's part of an Apple podcast. Uh, all right. Yeah, whatever that thing is called, right? Yeah. Yeah, iTunes. It's free on iTunes. So if you want to listen to old podcasts on iTunes, that would be cool. Because that's where they go. They go to live forever and ever, well, at least for a period of time. So today's show is about a topic that I'm really fascinated about. You know, I was raised with this idea and this religious principles of, of the heart and mind and the interconnection and what happens. You know, does your heart have its own mind? Does your heart have the capabilities of its own thought patterns? And also, you know, from consciousness, maybe we can even broaden that out a little bit. Does consciousness exist only in the brain, the mind, whatever you call it, right? Does it only exist there? Or does consciousness, memories, so forth, history, exist other places in the body? What do you think about that? What about the soul? We won't get into the soul today. We'll, we'll talk a little bit and I'll let my spirit guides. I, I thought I'd show the open the show with a little different take on this whole subject. And we'll talk about the heart-mind connection and using the the coherence between the two. There was a there can be a very coherent pattern between heart and mind and feedback and back and forth. And we'll talk about that. I want my spirit guides to talk to you a little bit about this topic. But I thought I would do something kind of a little different, a little more interesting, and give you some stories. Now, I don't know the validity of these stories. You know, they say, be careful what you read on the Internet. But I've read these kind of stories before, and I've heard these kind of stories before, so I don't think it's really too far-fetched that these stories are really true. It's listverse.com is the source of this material. And 10 organ recipients who took on the traits of their donors. Now, I stretch it out to say beyond the heart, but we'll, we'll talk primarily about the heart, heart transplants. But there's one I thought story was rather interesting about the liver transplant. You know, there's a lot of belief that in the liver and other organs, you have um, memory centers, electrical centers, brain centers, whatever you call it. The the Electrical, magnetic, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little spaced out on the actual scientific words for it. Uh, for actually memory, for actually that sort of thing. And the word escapes me at the moment. So if anybody knows the word, you can give it to me and say, George, this is the word you're talk, looking for. Okay. Okay, let me give you the first one. And we'll go through a couple of these. Claire Sylvia has a strange craving in dreams. This is in New England. Not only did the heart and lung transplant that 47-year-old Claire Sylvia received save her life, but also made her the first person in New England to undergo the process. So she had heart-lung. That's pretty intense, right? Yeah, she also 
conceived that in addition to vital organs, she received some of her donor's tastes. As her memories were locked into the heart, as his memories, now his memories were locked into her heart. So when we're right off the bat, we're saying that in the memories, not only in the heart, but also in other organs throughout the body that your memories are stored. Not everything's in your brains, basically what we're saying here. Not in that 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 old thing that's on top of your head inside your you know your, inside your head, but your memories and emotions and other things are in other parts of your body. I I just find this very special fascinating and I don't know why I got into this but if it's the idea of consciousness and where we can tap into our consciousness and it's about listening to our body so that's reason I'm kind of getting into this it's about listening to our body not just the monkey brain the monkey mind okay so this lady says she told a reporter that she was asked what she wanted to do first after the operation she said she was dying for a beer right now this was strange to Claire. She had never enjoyed beer in the slightest before. Over the coming days, she found that she was experiencing cravings for foods that she never liked or even eaten before, such as green peppers, Snickers chocolate bars, and strangely, McDonald's chicken McNuggets, something she had never had a desire to eat. She also began to have experienced strange dreams. She could see that a thin young man, who she believed was called Tim, specifically she wrote the Tim L. in her mind when she had these dreams. By searching through local obituaries of the days leading up to the time of her transplant, she came across that individual, Timothy. Okay, Timothy was 18-year-old when he died in a motorcycle accident on the same day of Claire's transplant. She had been on her, his way home from a local McDonald's restaurant. A bag of chicken McNuggets was found in his jacket pocket when doctors removed his clothing in a desperate attempt to save his life. She managed, Claire that is, she managed to track down Tim, Tim's family when she hadn't met, who she hadn't met before, and they confirmed to her that the cravings she was having were indeed all for the foods that Tim enjoyed very much, beer and all. She had remained in touch with Tim's family ever since. Now, this is the not the only story of this, but it's fascinating, you know, and it's it's the whole point of all this is that there's a mind body there's a memory stored throughout their body and emotions are stepped throughout their body and consciousness consciousness is not just located in the brain in the mind okay let me give you another story um one more story and then we'll get into a little bit of more of that mind body connection sunny graham in 2008, Sonny Graham, 69 years old, took his own life by shooting himself in the throat. He'd received a heart transplant in 1995. Aside from being tragic, this death was strange since the person whose heart he had been given, Tommy Cuddle, killed himself in the exact same way. Perhaps even stranger was Sonny even had married Cuddle's wife, Cheryl, in 2004 after they had dated for several years. Sonny, who never displayed dark tendencies before, met, met Cheryl after getting in touch with her several years after the transplant, wanting to express his sincere gratitude. The pair 
were almost 30 years apart in age, fell deeply in love soon after they agreed to meet. Now, you might want to look at this, Phil. Why would somebody, this man is 30 years old than me, but there's an energy, a connection, a vibration that comes from the heart. You know, I think when you meet somebody and you talk about chemistry between two people, where does it come from? It comes from that heart Body, mind, center. Okay. To, to most, they appeared happy with friends describing Sonny as a good man and sort of person who gladly helped someone he didn't even know. Sonny and Cheryl had even talked about their experiences at the donor recipient conventions and fundraisers. So why would he do that? Why would he do that? There was dark memories somewhere in there, wasn't it? I like the next one. Amy Tippins. Sendley has new skills, and this is from Atlanta, Georgia. Not only did 17-year-old Amy Tippins develop a sudden craving and liking for hamburgers following her successful liver transplant in 1993, but she also suddenly developed a deep sense of moral and civic duty and appreciation for her community at large. That wasn't the strangest thing she noticed, however. She seemed to have new abilities. Wow, this is cool stuff, right? New abilities. Ah. She noticed that she could she would wander wander into hardware stores without realizing what she was doing. She also had this knowledge of whole range of complex do-it-yourself skills and was physically able to carry them out. Liver transplant, not even heart. Notice that throughout the body, these memories and and not only these these who you are is stored in different parts of your body. Isn't that amazing? Amy, I'm assuming this is all true, but it's an interesting story, and you can look into stories like this yourself. But Amy had suffered from acute liver disease, which she led to her requiring a new liver. She managed to arrange a meeting with the donor's family and learned that he was a former U.S. Marshal named Mike James. His family stated that hamburgers were one of his favorite foods. Perhaps more importantly to Amy, they said that he loved to work with his hands and had undertaken several building projects at the home before his death. His family also told her that his life goal in life was always to help and protect other people. So why am I getting into all this? Why am I talking about this? It's about consciousness. Where is your consciousness? Is it just in your brain? Well, these stories and other stories, and then there was 10 of them here, but I'm not going to get into many more. There's other about personality changes from kidneys and livers and hearts, and it's fascinating, right? And we can talk more. Maybe I'll get more into this another day on Thursday. I think this is a great article. We're going to talk about consciousness, and I've been talking about consciousness, the mind-brain connection. So I would just want to do one little quick article and, and discuss this a little bit more about – it's called Simple-Minded Mindfulness, and it's about the heart-mind connection and the seat of what each one of them is. So in the article, it says, what's upstairs? Your head is where the analysis, logic, thoughts, and that crazy monkey mind would reside. Now, I think of monkey mind as your ego, your survival, that part of your uh, reptilian brain. Let's just call it your reptilian brain, right? Where it's about survival. It's fight or flight. It's all of those things where fear – 
is you know where fear affects and stress affects you is where you think things through review pros and cons lists it also where fear resides the monkey mind likes to disguise fear as rational thinking it comes up with all the reasons to stay in your safe comfort zone so you know it's fight flight or freeze right okay let's let's talk about the heart a little bit and that center of intelligence and i'm calling it the center of consciousness and intelligence in the heart your heart is where your intuition lies. It's the source of that little voice that guides you, if you let it. Now, when you say that, from a spiritual aspect, you could also say it's the where your soul responds to you. Now, if we think about the heart chakra, the heart chakra is where that, that voice, that soulfulness reacts to you. Not that your soul is just centered in your heart chakra, but it's throughout your body, but it's where your heart chakra responds to things and where you get that cosmic divine information and guidance and emotional guidance okay think about that think about that for a moment so making choices and we won't get too much i want my spirit guide so i'm going to pause here about making choices because there's some good steps on making choices using the heart mind connection that that coherence between the two the flow of information between the heart and mind and we'll talk a little bit more about that but i want to stop here because i don't want to run out of time i want my spirit guides to talk to you a little bit more on this topic sarah is a group of spiritual teachers and they, they, it's a group of spirits who come together, teachers, masters, whatever you want to call them. And each one has its own expertise, but they come in as a group and they share information. So I'm going to, and not just for me, they've emphasized that they, they communicate with various names and various other personalities to various people throughout the planet. So I'm going to make sure that you understand that it's just not me. I'm not the sole channel of of this group of spiritual teachers. So I'm going to let them talk about this connection a little bit, and then we'll get back to this whole concept of using the heart-mind connection and making choices and making decisions. Because if you can rely on both, and if you can get out of the monkey mind and get into your higher consciousness, which is – okay, let them talk about this. I'm going to stop. Okay. <laughs> Well, what we were just kind of inspiring or giving George the thoughts on was this coherence between heart and mind that he's right. There's consciousness throughout your body that in your whole physicality. But let, let's 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 expand on that for a moment. Let's let's get beyond the physical. Let's let's move outside of your physicality. Let's let's move into your non-physical resonance in your physical locale, if that makes sense. That we call that the auric field. The heart chakra is the auric field, that electromagnetic center that is around your body. We talked about that yesterday a little bit, but within this electromagnetic field, this we're going to use the word intelligence is who you are and you respond to that that in this soulful auric field is who you are 
is stored. So that when you leave the physical, when you pass from the physical, in your physical, let's say your shell, you leave the shell. You take with it, and it pulls out of you all of those thoughts, memories, and feelings and emotion and move them into the auric, non-physical who you are. For for the lack of better words, it's just called your soul. Your soul takes on all of your physicality, all your memories, all of your energy fields, and, and it and it takes on your your experiences, your histories, your emotions as you move into the non-physical world. I know we're going off on a little different topic here in a little different direction on this, but we want you to understand the process a little bit more of when you when you do your transition into the non-physical world. Now we're we're going off in a different place here than what George asked us to do, but we want you to understand because this clarity is important for you to understand when you go through your transition. So you're carrying that all with you. Now how's that possible? Well, it's an electrical magnetic field, the energy field around you that stores all of this. Now, you think about that in your in your physical world. You think about computers and you think about your phones, your smartphones, and how much data is put inside of a smartphone, how much data you can store. All of that information, can you imagine if you multiply that by 1,000, by 2,000, by 4,000, that is able to be stored in your field, that all the memories that are in your mind and, and your brain are being able to be stored into this field around you. So you carry that with you. Now, some of them are not positive, right? Some of them are not positive. Now, we we would like to explain this in a little different way, and it's going to be difficult because if we can get George to kind of comprehend what we mean by that, is that memories are not located to a specific place. Memories are stored in everywhere in your auric field, everywhere in your body. It's a repetition of, of memories and emotions that are stored throughout your body. There is no central locale for everything that's stored. Now, certain functions, certain body functions or organs and certain parts of your body have specific jobs. You're, you're all aware of that. That's not news by any stretch of the imagination. But it's it's simpler if everything that you've known and function is stored in various locations. It's like you have, well, in a computer business, you have clouds or you have storage of computers. But it's just if, if your computer is stored, your, your information is stored in various places in your auric field. There is no one specific locale. And most of your memories and so forth become stored in the non-physical world. So when you do your transit, when you do your transition into the non-physical world, your information is already stored in the in the non-physical. A copy—that's a good word to use here. A copy of everything, emotionally, physically, and memories are already stored in the non-physical world. So when you transition into the non-physical world, it's already there, and you have copies of it everywhere. 
you have copies within your auric field, within your in your consciousness, of copies of everything. Now, we want to explain something else because a lot of things happen in your physical lifetime that are negative, negative emotions, negative experiences. And if you had to carry all those into the non-physical world, it would be very upsetting. So we would say to you at this point, when you enter into the non-physical world, a lot of that negativity that, that's let go of, or we say almost all of it is let go of. There's some memories that are kept, but they're scrubbed clean. Love, the energy and the vibration of love, the, the vibration of forgiveness, the vibration of compassion – We'll scrub these memories from your consciousness. And we'll use the word consciousness in, in lieu of soul here. So that your consciousness does not retain the emotional negativity attached to those particular memories and those experiences. Because you store in your consciousness, in your non-physical consciousness, memories of all of your lifetimes. And all of your experiences are stored. And they're categorized. Now, you, a lot of you talk about Akashic Records, that they're stored in Akashic Records, and there's a place where all your memories are stored. But that's really you. That's really you. That's your consciousness. You might want to say that your consciousness is stored or is part of the non-physical world. And when you enter back into the non-physical world, you are enveloped back into your non-physical consciousness where all of those memories are. Now, people talk about going and seeing the Kashic records and remembering their past lives. What's well, really just tapping back into your consciousness. They could use the illustration of a library or a computer, you know, or crystals or whatever they want to use to try to describe it, but it really is your consciousness. So your consciousness is not located in one specific place. Your consciousness is stored and copied in various places, in the non-physical and in the physical world. So why are we saying all that? Because your physical body is pretty much an example of your consciousness in the non-physical world, where all of that information, all of those emotions, all of that knowledge about you is not just located in one place, the brain. It's in the heart, the lungs, the organs, the kidneys. You have a conscious now. Each one has a little different memory because based on its usage, into your physical body. When you want to bring up things and you want to experience things and you want decision-making, you're tapping into all of you, not just the brain. But primarily what you're doing is you're tapping into that auric field that's around you, that that consciousness that surrounds you every day of your physical life. And that expands and grows as you take on information in the physical world. And now that consciousness, that knowledge, that information, those emotions then become stored in your auric field and then at that point, from your auric field, from that consciousness that surrounds you, it is then it then moves to the non-physical world. That energy, because all is connected. We're going to go back to this whole thought that we talked about yesterday. Everything is connected. 
everything is connected. There is no separation between you and the non-physical world. You are connected. You may not think that. You may not realize it. But you're totally connected to the non-physical world. And there is no distance or space between you. It's all right there. Right there. So that your auric field, your consciousness in the physical form is totally connected to your consciousness in the non-physical world. And then you store, you have a copy of everything about yourself. Now, it brings back to the point of what about all those negative things, all those fears, anxieties, negative emotions that you have in the physical world? Are they also stored in the non-physical world? No. Because the, the, the negative emotions are scrubbed clean, scrubbed out. The memories might be there, but the negative and negative emotions are not there. Now, when you do your transition, you're bringing a copy, and that copy is also cleared. So in your auric field and what goes into the non-physical world, the copy of who you are in the non-physical world is, is, is the emotions are cleaned. So that negativity is not carried forward because in the non-physical world, your love, your base is love. You may have memories, but you don't have the negative emotions attached to them. Now we're saying, hopefully you understand where we're going with this whole thing. But as you do your transition in from physical to non-physical, whatever residual negativity is scrubbed clean is eliminated so that the negative emotions are no longer carried with you. We don't want to get too much more into that. We probably don't have a lot more time to talk about all this. The the main point of all this and in relationship to what George was talking about is your consciousness is bi-located. It's not in one place. Your memories, your emotions are not located in one place that they're in the they're spread throughout your physical world your physicality your your body they're spread into their they enter into that soulful you call it auric field around you that energy around you that stores this and then also at the same time they're stored into the non-physical world what you would call your akashic records and and in that akashic records is all of your lifetimes now all your experiences now we we don't get into the depth of how this is done that's that's a whole different story and it's a whole different discussion but we want you to understand that the importance of, of, of connecting with the different aspects of being aware of your body and the emotions and the feelings and throughout your body. How does your body feel? What is the emotion that your body is feeling? Because that's what is going on in the consciousness of that particular area. It's, it's giving you information that you can use on a day-to-day basis, that gut feeling sort of thing, the, the feelings of the heart, the emotions of the heart, that chemistry that you get from the heart with other people. Pay attention to those things. It's not just about your mind. It's not about the head. That your consciousness is everywhere. And your consciousness is connected to everything. 
So think about those thoughts. Think about those ideas. And we'll talk to you another time about this, and we'll go into more depth and more detail about your consciousness and raising that consciousness of eliminating in the physical those negative that negativity that we've been speaking about so that you can live from the vibration of love vibration of compassion the live vibration of forgiveness the vibration of loving kindness and all of these high vibrational things thank you for listening bye okay i'm back how they went off in a different direction they uh, they seem to always go off in a different direction, but I didn't expect that. So thank you for listening today. I will not be here tomorrow. And I guess what I want to emphasize to everyone here is that if you're interested in getting information about you, about your life, about your direction in life, how you want it, you know, what, what guidance that you need, my spirit guides, they're not just my spirit guides, that spirit group is willing to help you and I'm just a channel. I'm just a radio station for them. So if you're interested, contact me. And they can even tap into your past lives. They can tap into those who have passed and give you information from your ancestors. All of that is possible if you're willing to want to go there and to hear from them and get some guidance. You know, every as my spirit guides are saying information is not locale, located in just the physical it's everywhere consciousness is everywhere and that's a beautiful thought isn't it so i love you guys i will be back on thursday again my information is there if you want to contact me my email address or phone number is probably the best way to reach me please leave a message if you if you want to call me please leave a message because I don't always return phone calls because you got all these solicitors now. So talk to you soon. Have a good day. Love you guys. Bye.